He even sent me a retrospectively very flirty message thereafter on Instagram. Oh, no way. Oh, no way. Oh, there's more tea. But one thing that is undeniable uh, in this case is that it's no one's fault but my own in that I picked wrong. I picked wrong. Wow. How kind. How loving. You really must have loved this woman, Stephen Crowder. It seems to me, Stephen, that you really, for whatever reason, want to insert me into this narrative. Like, there is just something about me that you are hyper-focused on. And... <laughs> <laughs> I also hadn't expected this angle all the way from like the flirty message on the Instagram like Crowder did not slide into the DMs we got to be clear on that but Crowder most definitely slid into the replies Ooh, you look good today yeah and hey he probably has some social media clout so that would have gotten a lot of likes so you would have seen it and then he's just sitting there just sitting there at home you know just being like mm. yeah, she's gonna answer it soon I know she's she had to have seen it I feel like I need some uh, some fight music to play in the background as kind of like, you know, those promos for things. Over the weekend, I was given a lot more information regarding Steven Crowder, a lot more background information regarding what could have possibly led to this moment. And not to my surprise at all, obviously, this really doesn't have anything to do with the Daily Wire. And his actions are a symptom of much something much larger. And I want to choose my words very carefully here because I'm not angry anymore. Steven has a lot going on, I guess is the best way to say it. He has a lot going on, and that should be clear because people don't do stuff like this if there's not a lot going on in their life. A lot going on. Friend. You don't record conversations. A lot going on in your life. A lot going on. A lot going on. A lot. These things are actions of individuals that are perhaps acting out of desperation. You have to dig deeper. You have to look deeper to mm. fully understand the picture of why somebody might do that mm. and it's certainly not because somebody is upset with a 50 million dollar contract and because i now am more aware of certain information rather than being angry i would like to implore my audience and everybody that isn't paying attention to the situation not to condemn him but to pray for him for sometimes mercy. people need a prayer sometimes people need a scripture you know, Stephen purports to be a Christian, and mm -hmm. I believe that he needs to lean into his faith. Mm. And uh, I am certain that... So, okay, because when we saw this for the first time, how many weeks ago was this? All of us and all of you were just like, whoa, this has got to be like he's in the closet or something. A lot of fucking blah, blah, blah accusations. And by the way, shame on all of you. Uh, that, that was the wrong direction to have gone in. We should have gone in divorce. That, sh that should have been the direction. We should have read this for what it was, you know? That in the near future, more information will come out. I do not think it is my place to say more than that. Well, probably... What I should say is, I mean, technically, you did just say a lot. I mean, it's just one of those things when you're on the other end, once you're on the like, oh, that's what this was about. Okay. Just because, like, everyone who works at the Daily Wire is so fucking full of shit. I, I don't believe a fucking word that comes out of their mouth. So when I when I heard all this, I was like, this could be everything and nothing. It, it Probably nothing. It, it's, it could be nothing. And then like, all you got to do is go in front of a camera and just be like, all I got to say right now is that I know some shit. I know some shit, and then, like, it could really fuck with you. It could really fuck with you, and I know some shit, but I'm not going to do it because I'm a better Christian than you. That's all I'm going to say. Like, that could have been the entire segment, right? I am unsure at this moment if, if it is my place to say more than that.
you know, maybe if I feel in further defense, something should be said, or maybe if I feel that the public has a right to understand certain circumstances. But at this moment, I think I would just like to carefully back out. Okay, so that's where we were at. Today I noticed Candace Owens saying some things. Steven Crowder accusing me of extortion is so patently insane that it honestly makes me question how there are still people who cannot see how thoroughly undone he has become. This is not a stable. This is not stable behavior. He is a man on a spiral. Outright bizarre, uh, bizarre and concerning. They are fighting. They are fighting. There was more than that. To remind people, the video Steven used in his show of me was a video of me responding to Steven's first set of bizarre attacks against the Daily Wire. Steven is not the victim. He never was the victim. He's just a bad person who continues to burn a lot of people. If you are going to use your children as human shields to block people from digging further into your divorce, please do so without inserting me into the narrative. Steven Crowder accusing me of extortion is so painfully insane that it honestly makes me question how there are still people who cannot see how thoroughly undone he has become. This is not stable behavior. He's a man on a spiral. Outright bizarre, not bizarre, and concerning. My opinions on parenting and family. I just slew through fucking rumble to find what everyone was talking about. Have not changed. Um, I've always believed that Children need a mom and a dad, that divorce is horrible. And I still believe that children need a mom and a dad and that divorce is horrible. But in today's legal system, my beliefs don't matter. In Texas, divorce is permitted when one party wants it, period. Wow, wow, that was a telling sentence right there. Holy shit. I feel I'm gonna have to do some. I'm gonna do some uh, some PSAs uh, for this episode. I'm gonna have to. I have to clear the air because I'm gonna have the same problem I had with Glinner. So Glinner, if you don't know, Graham Linehan, uh, he's a massive transphobe. He used to be a, a darling writer who everyone loved, right? Uh, who doesn't love the It Crowd? I love the It Crowd. You love the It Crowd. We all had a great laugh. Some of you probably love Father Ted. But it seems like he became obsessed with one thing and one thing alone. And I know what he became obsessed with because he said it. He's like, I cannot for the life of me believe that there's such a thing. As a woman with a penis. And they took everything from me. Everything. And like, I never, never want to try and tell people, especially men in today's day and age, that you shouldn't open yourself up and express yourself and be vulnerable and express your emotions. Absolutely. In this case, though, this is a situation in which it's very transparent that you are a bigot. You are a bigot. You are a bully. You are now going to dedicate your life and have dedicated the rest of your life in the same way J.K. Rowling has to making the lives of marginalized communities scarier and worse. That's all he does online. If you go to Graham Linehan's account now, you will see a man obsessed with women's penises, a man obsessed with lesbians and how they should fucking enjoy only vaginas and shit like that. I'm not kidding you. If you go on his fucking thing, no wonder... Your family left you is kind of my point in all this, right? Like, no one, because, like, it's not normal. Like, I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with someone who was like that. If my partner, if she was all of a sudden like, I'm obsessed, obsessed with men's vaginas. I would, okay, can we have a conversation about this? Can I explain some things to you? Like, what's getting you so upset about? They're not real. I hate them. And I, and like, I tried and tried and tried, but no, they're turning into their cause. They're getting fired from the job. They're getting ostracized by society because it's all ascientific nonsense. You've gone so far. The rest of the world is like, what are you doing? What? Father Ted was a beloved property. And now you just look like a, a person who is really, really in a bad place. Well, then, yes, yes. Um, that's why people to this day 
make fun of him for it. Because at the end of the day, you are doing it to yourselves. It's not like, I'm, I'm not here to revel in the misery of just every single guy who gets divorced. No, I want men to be happy. I want men to be happy and wholesome and in wondrous loving relationships with women or men or non-binary people who treat them the way they deserve to be treated. That's what I want. And I don't want them to spend all day also making other people's lives scarier, making other people's lives harder. And, and that's the part that like, th that sucks, you know? Every single day that one trans kid feels a little more like unsafe because of the shit that Steven Crowder puts out there, well, I don't know if this plays into it. I don't know if this played a role in this entire thing, but... In the case of Graham Linehan, it almost certainly did. It almost certainly did. So for well over a year, uh, well over a year, in the best interest, as well as physical safety of my children, we've decided to keep this issue private and to resolve it uh, privately with the appropriate attorneys, what have you, legal jargon. And all this one thing I want to be really clear about is certain. True North here is that my children are blameless, completely without fault, and so we decided to resolve these issues privately as it's in their best interests, uh, both emotionally. And I still stand by that, by the way. Stay away from kids. Do not ever go after Crowder's kids. Don't attack children. Don't do that shit. Blah, blah, blah. The, like, yeah, the same thing applies to Matt Walsh. Same thing applies to everybody. I just wish it went in the other direction because in the other direction, I would be like, can you stay away from trans kids? Can all of you please stay the fuck away from trans kids? Can, can you just stop talking about them? Can you stop making their lives scarier? Can you just stop trying to pass legislation that will make their very existence more difficult? And physically, to do so. Now, the other issue is, and this is something that I've kept private for likely far too long, um, many other people knew about this behind the scenes. Some, not all, but some of them in positions of power, influence, leverage, knew of this. They also knew that the safety of my children included keeping it private. So if you're familiar with the idea of extortion, then you know the feeling well. Uh, now some of these... Oh, oh, you used extortion. You said it out loud. When I saw Candace Owens' tweets, I was like, oh, wow. I don't know. I don't know if Stephen would have used that term. I don't know if he would have said it out loud, you know? I mean, hold on. I'm getting a little a little too excited here. He hasn't actually directly called her out by name. So we, we do not have a full-blown, you know, what could potentially be a very expensive legal battle. Threats were so thinly veiled that I'm frankly surprised you didn't all guess immediately. Steven has... <laughs> <laughs> That's what she was talking about when she's like at the start of the video. <laughs> oh, it's on. It's on. Hell yeah. You just said extortion out loud. Wow. I don't like, I don't know if everyone's going to go through with this because it's like, hey, this would be uh, an absolute gift to the left. And it would. And it would. I know. Maybe I'm giving the game away here. It's just like every leftist is like, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> he did just say extortion out loud. <laughs> that's that's pretty serious. <laughs> a lot going on, I guess is the best way to say it. He has a lot going on, and that should be clear because people don't do stuff like this if there's not a lot going on in their lives. I would like to implore my audience and everybody that isn't paying attention to this situation not to condemn him, but to pray for him. Sometimes people need a prayer. Sometimes people. I'm going to be honest, 
Candace Owens is looking way better than this so far. Candace Owens did not. I like half the people on the left were wondering what the fuck she was talking about. It, it was like, what do you is is this something about his sexual relationships? Is this like something? Did he have an affair on his wife? Uh, did, did, is he uh, closeted? What, what could this be? Like every, everyone was all over the place. I, I didn't think everyone thought that they had already gone or, or already or were going through a divorce, and you were about to like you know reveal that. But she never did. She never. She never really like in terms of like I don't know if a lawyer looked over this all first, but. I, I think she was playing it way more safe than Stephen is. We'll need a scripture. You know, Stephen purports to be a Christian. I am unsure at this moment if, if it is my place to say more than that. You know, maybe if I feel in further defense, something... Yeah, it was very... Better. No one knew what she was talking about. It was super cryptic. The public has a right to understand certain circumstances. Oh, my children have a right to privacy. Wow. Some, some other... Wow. Wow. <laughs> I just, the accelerationism, you know, <laughs> and we're not even doing anything over here, you know, <laughs> I'm not even saying the left, I'm saying like both the left and queer folk, you know, like just in the corner over here, like, wow, we didn't have to do anything for this one, you know, this is, this is not a plant, this is not some like, you know, juniper fucking <laughs> uh, glorious manifest of a fucking prank or something, it's just like, oh, wow, just keep going, keep going, yes, what else? What else? What else? What else, Stephen? Uh, issues have been, uh, or I should say, uh, inferences have been more pernicious behind the scenes. You know what's funny? In both battles so far, so when Stephen went up against Ben Shapiro and just the Daily Wire in general, I was like, ugh, ugh, never want to say this, but technically, technically, I mean, if I was to just look at how contract work works and there's someone who works in the film industry for a very long time will say, the Daily Wire is technically in the right. Like, any corporation that offers you that obscene amount of money to have you just fucking stab them in the backs, show the contracts, and then be like, they're, they're anti-free speech, they're working for the corporations, they're in big tech, after fucking, like, a four-year $52 million contract? Like, I, just, I would just be like, what what is he doing why why is he doing this he's 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 what he's 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 making a show he's got a website why is he doing this and then once again if i was candace owens i would be like what why are you going this hard like maybe a little a little friendly back and forth a little banter is completely normal but holy saying i'm going after your kids when did she go after his kids that never happened like, you're putting me in this very awkward position where I have to actually defend Candace Owens. She never said that. <laughs> like, wow, Stephen, Stephen is just the lowest of the low because we're already talking like just a giant fucking pile of scum. But in the swamp, in amongst the goo, like the worst possible thing you could be is Stephen Crowder. Holy With shit. Demands and threats to use this information that they believe would be uh, so publicly embarrassing to me and my wife in a difficult time that it could be used knowingly putting my children in harm's way. So to those self-styled Christians, conservatives and allies, well, not in my book. Allies? What are what are allies? Did you know that? Like, I think you're trying to reappropriate a term in a very what, like Christian allies? Oh, I happen to be an agnostic, but, uh, you know, I'm an ally to whatever you Christian nationalists want to do here. Yeah. Yeah, no, religiously agnostic. But I mean, if you want to restrict the rights of women, why not? I'm, I'm a proud Christian ally. Yeah. Now, if you find yourself, I, I don't want to get into details. So this is going to le likely be the only time I have to address this or want to address this. If
I don't know. I haven't checked up what Candace Owens is up to. I saw a political puppy earlier said that Candace Owens is talking about this. So I think I think this is not the last time you're going to talk about this fucking... I think you're igniting a war that like everyone on the other team is like, what? Why is he doing this? If you're asking yourself, hey, did X person or did Y person know? The answer is likely yes. Which will be made alarmingly clear as this process of discovery continues. Uh, and it also, Oof. by the way, makes me that much more appreciative of those who did know about this and in understanding the best interests of my family, my children, kept their word and used discretion. Uh, I can't thank you enough. Sincerely, I appreciate it. Won't forget it. It's, it's pretty simple. Um, I loved a woman so much that I married her. A woman who, despite all of this, I still love as the mother of my children. And she wanted something else for her life. That's not my choice. She simply wanted out, and the law says that that's how it works. Now, of course, look, I get it. There are multiple sides to every story, but one thing that is undeniable uh, in this case is that it's no one's fault but my own in that I picked wrong, and that's certainly not... Wow. Wow. God damn the salt. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I was like, this is wild. It, it sounds because, hey, if you if you all don't know, he has an incredibly disproportionate amount of media power than she does. If he utilizes that media power, yes, it, he can make her life very scary and horrible and dangerous. And so I was like, he is he is doing as close as I could possibly say to the right thing here in just being like, this is no one's fault. This is amicable. I mean, he's not really saying that, but he's like, my wife wanted something else. I mean, you're you're letting that part slip. And now just to be like, it was, I picked wrong. Yeah, that's that's what went wrong here. The fault of my children. And uh, I will say that what's in the best interest of my children um, is not internet drama, speculation, certainly not blatant or veiled shakedowns or dragging their father or mother, and I can't be clear on that enough, or their mother through the mud. And to anyone who tries it, I'm no longer going to pacify, capitulate, or sidestep because I love them a whole lot more than I love you. And I will continue to do whatever is necessary to protect my children discussing the divorce any further on social media this is so wild yeah i'm just i'm just so happy to be far far away in the corner enjoying popcorn right now to be totally honest with you and and i just i i hope it accelerates i i hope for some reason someone who's very like close to candace owens uh, suddenly takes a, a shot right back at, at crowder that's that's disproportional as crowder is like this is disproportional you are accelerating you can't like do a response like this where it's like yeah you came for my kids and expect the whole thing to be like well this is going to smooth it over yes uh, you know she had her her opportunity you had your opportunity and now everyone's just probably going to go about doing what they normally do which is making trans kids lives scarier we could all get back to the project right we, we all agree we should probably make trans kids lives scarier let's let's work on that project for the next uh you know little, little bit media or on this show or in any public space is not what's best for them i'll be handling this through the proper legal avenues and channels available as a matter of record in which i have more than full confidence so I'd ask that you understand the need for and uh, respect our privacy in what is obviously a pretty tough time. And I hope that none of this has to go any further than that. Now, on with the reason you're all actually here.
Uh, no, that that was it. <laughs> no, no, no reason for me to remain. Uh, the quartering, I think, also revealed it before anyone else. This is where I first found out about all of this, by the way, was me going through r slash the quartering as a Nazi. It's absolutely disgusting that people on the right would use Stephen Crowder's divorce as leverage against him, to use it against him, to embarrass him. Divorce happens. It doesn't sound like it was his choice. You expect it from the left, but totally shameful from the right. Uh, easy Dave Sims. I like Dave, too. This isn't an issue. Crowder isn't the type of person who would do that and worse against people on the right he doesn't like. Does that make it okay? This is dumb. I don't think God would agree, but hey, what do I <laughs> why are you bringing God into this? Is that how right-wingers talk to each other? Or do they always invoke God? Like, well, I don't know. I think Jesus, the Lord, our Savior, wouldn't agree with my policy of deep-throating fucking Bud Light cans. I don't know. When I, when I prayed last night, he said you should be deep-throating Bud Light cans. Before we get to the fact that Crowder's old co-host, who I didn't even know was not co-hosting with him anymore, also talking shit about Crowder, saying he's the worst motherfucking scum. But apparently there's there's already Candace Owens' responses, so I, 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 gotta, I gotta tune in. That's it. That's the big scary story. I then went onto my platform and I said, pray for Steven Crowder, honestly, because that's where he needs. He needs a prayer. And apparently nobody's answering those prayers right now because he's still acting erratic. He's now upping the ante and suggesting that I extorted him. I will not take that lightly, okay? I am not Hillary Crowder. Don't. I am not anybody in his family. I am not going to take somebody going onto his platform and alleging that I either harassed threatened or did anything that would put his children at risk that is very serious he did stuff say that, that. Saying. it and is so what i did this morning after mm -hmm. this clip was sent to me it's very serious a defamation lawyer and i am sending stephen crowder a cease and desist and i'm going to demand a full-throated retraction to the idea <laughs> that candace owens threatened him or extorted him and not that i simply did a little math one plus one equals two i don't know chat this is a weird question are we team candace i think we're team candace right now <laughs> until things change yeah get his ass <laughs> a crazy man doing these sorts of things to his friends but i am very entertained that something is going on personally Honestly, this time, I'm not even going to suggest anybody should pray for him. I'm I Team Blood Blood. So two, two. You know what? That, sorry, true, true. Uh, we we should we should remain stalwart in this. We're, we're Team Bloodbath. You know, I mean, if this if this uh, is a, is a minor victory for Candace in one direction, I hope that it just accelerates in the opposite direction. You know, in Stevens' favor. Troubled by the idea that he is trying to insert. I'm sitting this, this one out. <laughs> to his divorce. I'm frankly angry about this. So I'm going to Candace Owens has a good track record with lawsuits. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Hope that he does the right thing. Okay. That he does another one of his live feeds on the exact same platform and via the exact same medium and offers me an apology and takes back every single word that he says. I couldn't ask for anything more. Just, oh, wow. Glorious. Glorious. Is there more? Or is that, uh, I'll, I'll move on to his, uh, his partner, obviously talking shit about him, but. Why don't you go back to the video where, like, 40 seconds before, Stephen admits he doesn't like that his wife has the legal right to leave? Well, we heard that part. He basically was, he brought it up. He's like, it's not what I would have wanted, but in Texas, one party, one, one party's allowed to choose, you know, kind of shit. Let's hear more people talk shit about it. He starts going off on me, and now there's a ton of people in my apartment who can hear it. Wait, he's, like, he's literally raising his voice? He's screaming at me. But then it got into telling me that he owns me and... and in those words? <laughs> <laughs> what was that a youtuber no oh, that's the clip from twitter <laughs> but steven tells you that he owns you i own you i own you and i can destroy you i created you <laughs> and i can crush you <laughs> i 
had to choose either a 1099 or uh, this new policy. Okay. And when Jeff asked me the choice, you need to watch this whole interview. I... Well, is this this is the whole thing, isn't it? Like this is just a preview. Yeah, a little while ago. How did you find it? Let's let's talk about that. You want to talk about the end? You want to talk about the beginning? How how do you want to talk about this situation? The beginning was great uh, for a while. You know, it really was. It was a lot of hanging out, collaborating, putting out sketches, doing the things that I was hired for. It's definitely a grind. Uh, but that was part of it. Um, the the pot was sweetened, so to speak, is what I was offered. It was not this gigantic payday. You know, I don't even have a question of it. Right. it was, uh, Apparently Candace spoke a lot longer about this. We got to finish You didn't get $50 million. No, no, I didn't get... All right, hold on. Apparently she spoke much more. We only got a small taste. We have to we have to have the full the full dessert. Topix du jour. Cradel accuses me of extortion. So first up, let's talk about Steven Crowder. A lot of you guys have probably seen his live stream this morning where he brings me up. So we're going to have to respond to that, obviously, because he makes some pretty heavy implications and insinuations in his video that are so patently false that it's shocking to me that a man with his following would be stupid enough to put this onto a platform. So let's first back this up in case you don't know who Steven Crowder is. It's totally plausible. He sort of lives on the internet. Steven Crowder is somebody who has a show called Louder with Crowder who had something very terrible happen to him at the end of last year. The Daily Wire came to him with a $50 million term sheet. He was offered $50 million. That was right? horrible, terrible. He was so upset by this that he then decided to do a video in which he calls out essentially all of the Daily Wire uh, hosts, myself included, for accepting slave-like contracts. These were the very heavy implications of that video that we needed to, it his followers needed to stop Big Con, talking about how we are all existing and we're kowtowing. And of course, we responded forcefully to this because it's simply not true. The idea that I'm somehow in bed with big tech or that I'm dishonest in what I do simply because he didn't, we didn't accept, I guess, his, his, his counter offer to the $50 million contract is pointedly ridiculous. Now, why are we talking about him again? Well, when in closing back in January, I essentially said that we were no longer going to talk about Steven Crowder and I instead offered that people should pray for him because obviously, when a man does something like that, he is broken. You don't do something like that to your friends unless there is something going on in your personal life. Well, Steven Crowder announced this morning that he is going through a divorce, and I want to show you bits of that video. Take a listen. But needed to take a moment here to address some issues out there uh, that are circulating. Uh, it's never fun, but, um, well, I guess let me be clear here. Uh, I have been living with a proverbial boot on my neck for going on years now. Uh, since 2021, I've been living through what has increasingly been a horrendous divorce. Now, let me say on the outset, to be clear, there is no infidelity, any kind of physical abuse at all on either side. And no, this was not uh, my choice. Okay, so in the open, you get it. Steven Crowder is a victim. Once again, he's always a martyr for his belief. He's always... Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know this was so aggressive right out of the gates. Nice. The victim. And this time, it's nice. a real boot on the neck. He's literally George Floyd. So the idea here is you need to feel really bad for Steven Crowder right away because he's got a boot on his neck. Let's see what else he said. So if you're familiar 
It's not always like this at the Daily Wire. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of Candace Owens' show. We watch a lot of Ben Shapiro, a lot of Tim Pool. I know he's on the Daily Wire, but a lot of Matt Walsh, for example. I don't particularly watch a lot of Candace Owens. Oh, wow. With the idea of extortion, then you know the feeling well. Uh, now, some of these threats were so thinly veiled that I'm frankly surprised you didn't all guess immediately. Stephen has a lot going on, I guess is the best way to say. He has a lot going on, and that should be clear because people don't do stuff like this if there's not a lot going on in their lives. I would like to implore my audience and everybody that isn't paying attention to this situation not to condemn him, but to pray for him. Sometimes people need a prayer. Sometimes people need a scripture. You know, Stephen purports to be a Christian. I am unsure at this moment if, if it is my place to say more than that. You know, maybe if I feel in further defense, something should be said, or maybe if I feel that the I gotta, you know, in, in the interests of honesty, yes, I, yes, she is mm, correct. Certain circumstances. Well, my children have a right to privacy. <laughs> now, some other uh, issues have been, uh, or I should wow. say, wow, wow, uh, Stephen inferences have been more pernicious accelerationist behind the scenes with demands and threats to use this information that they believe would be uh, so publicly embarrassing yeah to me much, extor my wife much extortion very well that it could be used knowingly putting my children in harm's way so Christians, conservatives. How did she put your children in harm's way by being as ambiguous as possible? Like, I, I don't think anyone on, 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 on my side caught this, right? Chats, both of you are making tons of guesses, some appropriate, some not. But I'm going to say of the appropriate ones, I don't think anyone was like, oh, full-blown divorce. Like, he's already, he's so divorced, he's already divorced. I don't think anyone was saying that. And allies, well, not in my book. Now, if you find yourself, I don't want to get into details, so this is going to likely be the only time I have to address this or want to address this. If you're asking yourself, hey, did X person or did Y person know? The answer is likely yes. So much that I want to say here. First and foremost, if you're a person that watches his show, how do you not see that he is so obviously acting and that he is a very bad actor? Do you feel bad for him when he says that? When he says, "Are you if you're familiar with the idea of extortion, well, this if you are so much fun. Of extortion, you should realize that that video that <laughs> he just so showed of me wasn't that. Nobody threatened him. Nobody made demands behind it's, closed doors. It's, it's true. All right, let's let's do a little uh, learning, okay? Okay, so this is Canadian one. Okay, you know what? We'll start with Canada. We don't get enough representation anymore. It's, it's tough being a Canadian these days. Uh, the crime of extortion may involve intimidation, threats, or violence used to interfere with somebody's freedom of choice. The levels of threats or violence imposed is not as important as the offender's intention of inducing the other person to act in a certain way for the purpose of getting something. The definition of something is pretty broad and includes even sexual favors or financial gain, for example. It is not necessary that the person who utters threats say that she or he will personally implement them. Extortion so you could you could even the you can have the, the the veiled threat of extortion and it still qualifies extortion even if you didn't intend on going through with it uh, or we're gonna act upon it. Extortion is often connected with white-collar crimes, such as drug trafficking, where financial gain is usually the main motivation. When a large amount of money is involved, violence and intimidation are mostly uh, are most often the means to enforce the desired outcome, resulting in the criminal convictions if caught and found guilty. Okay, so that's Canada. Silly Canada. Extortion crime in USA.
Oh, it's in the house.gov. I'm going to the US code house. Here we go. Bam. Amendments. Interstate communications. Whoever with intent to extort from any person, firm, association, or cooperation, any money or thing of value transmits in interstate or foreign commerce or communication contains any threat to kidnap any person or threat or injure the other person or another shall be fined under this title in prison for not more than 20 years or both. Interesting. I don't know if this is the fullest one, though. Hold on. Extortion laws. I'm going to criminaldefenselawyer.com. A person who commits extortion attempts to gain money, property, or something of value by threatening another person with reputational or personal harm, with corrupt or unlawful intent. So the type. So okay. So what was Candace Owens trying to get then? That's that's where Stephen Crowder's so very fucked here, right? Because there's there's no proof of anything outside of like what a gotcha outside of a like like it was such a mild implication, you know, at, at the most. Extortion requires the actor to make some sort of threat that states an intention to commit an injury or harmful action against the victim. I'm sorry, but Candace Owens did no such thing. Like, just going on camera and being like, uh, yeah, I, I know some things, and because I know some things, some people might find those things out, and I just hope that, uh, well, I pray. I pray for the person that, uh, that is going through those things. Like, what? That, that's extortion? <laughs> The threat itself must be able to cause fear. Fear. Well, I mean, <laughs> oh no, Candace Owens, what a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I see the fear. The fear, uh, you know, point point to Steven here. Uh, there is fear in the victim. That, that part is true. So uh, I guess can't walk away from that one. Uh, the fear can be based on almost anything, such as the fear of violence, economic loss, social stigma, deportation. <laughs> Were you worried about being deported, Stephen? Does it fall under that? Ah! <laughs> I was going to become the immigrant! Or anything else that might cause the victim to act or hand over to property, or hand over the property. For example, under California law, a person can commit extortion by threatening to injure the victim of another person, accuse the victim of a crime or some other disgraceful conduct, expose the secret, or a person to immigration. An offender can make this threat verbally in writing so in this case it was verbally and even though nonverbal gestures or other communications in some states merely the threat is enough to qualify as the crime whether or not the victim felt fearful but we got the fear the, the fear is definitely there 100 percent yeah d deport to canada yeah i guess yeah sam cedar uh extorted fucking crowder by appearing before him at a debate situation that i knew about his divorce before he decided to attack the daily wire is a pointed lie. Let me tell you what actually went on behind the scenes. Steven Crowder on election night was our friend. He was on the backstage with all of us laughing, having a great time. He even sent me a retrospectively very flirty message thereafter on Instagram. Oh, no way. Oh, no way. Oh, there's more tea about how nice I looked on election night, even though I didn't respond to it. Um, thereafter, obviously, he attacked the Daily Wire. He decided to record his friend, Jeremy Boring, and to release the recording out of context to make it seem like uh, Jeremy Boring knows that he's employing all of us like we're slaves, right? This is what Steven Crowder did. We had a right to respond forcefully to all of his claims. We all did that on our different platforms. And then I said to myself, just sitting there one day, why is he doing this? It's, it's, a, it's a very simple question and an obvious question that any person would ask. This is not normal behavior. It's very erratic to go from being friends with somebody, being with them on election night, laughing, having a great time, to suddenly wanting to ruin their entire company and launching Stop Big Con. It's, it's bizarre behavior. 
I turned to my husband. I agree. <laughs> and it couldn't happen to better people. <laughs> I'm so happy it's happening to all of you. <laughs> I agree. That would be such a weird thing. That would be such a backstab. I would be like, wait, what the fuck? We offered that motherfucker $50 million and he launched this whole campaign against us? What the fuck? It makes no sense. And I said, where's his wife in all of this? Isn't she so supposedly a Christian? I'm just thinking about the way that I talk about everything Ooh. in my life with my husband. Every night I'm talking to him about what's going on at work. I thought to myself, where is Hillary Crowder in all of this? How did she not tell him not to do something this vicious and this disgusting? And then I said to my husband, I bet they, they're not even together. I logged on to Instagram and I found Hillary Crowder's Instagram account and I looked to see and it turned out that she didn't follow Steven Crowder. Wait, you were Instagram creeping on Crowder and that's how you found out? And you found out because she wasn't? You did detective work and you're revealing that? This just gets better. And that Stephen Crowder didn't follow her. He didn't follow anybody in her family oh, wow. and she wasn't following anybody in his family. That was my aha moment. Clearly, there was some sort of a separation. Now, this might sound like crazy CIA stuff, woman stuff. It's exactly what happened. I then... No, no, here's here's a very strong disagree with you. No, this just sounds like normal. This is just what people do. People people creep on each other's it's not a gender thing, by the way, okay? All all genders, even non-binary people. I'm gonna have to vocify this a bit. They they too will creep on other people's socials. Because yeah, of course, if your heart's broken or you wanna know what's going on, or you're just like, Oh, are they single? It's an easy way to find out without being like, uh, do you have a partner? I would like to know because I have an interest in you, so maybe this is an easier thing than doing that. Like obviously. And spoke to Jeremy at the Daily Wire and I said high-level conservative journalism true frosk that's that is actually true okay so maybe this is high-level CIA level stuff for for the right it's like well we we didn't just think something and then say it you know we didn't just think a thing and without any backup or evidence or even knowing whether or not we're in the right ballpark we just said it out loud and then watched the consequences instead of that I actually wanted to know the truth of what I was talking about. In this case, this rare case, this rare instance. And then I had to do some high-level CIA sleuthing. Do you think that him and his wife were potentially separated? And he said, no, 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 no. Obviously, it's his friend. He would have known whether or not they were separated, except he didn't. He actually had no idea they were separated either. Finally, we decided in conclusion, Jeremy advised, that we just stay out of it. That this is actually not our business, but at least it actually felt good to learn that he was going through something privately because it assigned some reason for something that he did that was so horrific and so irrational to his friends. And finally, we said, okay, this is a broken man. This is what I was thinking. This is a broken man who is on some sort of a spiral. It is likely his divorce that led to this moment. He's acting erratic, he's acting panicked, and this at least gives us, gives us some sort of an excuse for why he behaved this way. That's it. That's the big scary story. I then went onto my platform and I said, pray for Steven Crowder, honestly, because that's what he needs, he needs a prayer. And apparently nobody's answering those prayers right now because he's still <laughs> acting erratic. He's now upping the ante and suggesting <laughs> that I extorted him. I will not take that lightly, okay? I am not Hillary Crowder. I am not anybody in his family. I am not going to take somebody go I I had appreciated the the just like the the pure gravity of the amount of shade that's being thrown in that single sentence. <laughs> I, I'm not his wife. <laughs>
going onto his platform and alleging that I either harassed, threatened, or oh, did anything luck. that would put Godspeed, his Candace. children at risk. That is very serious stuff that he is saying. And so what I did this morning after this clip was sent to me is I contacted a defamation lawyer, and I am sending Stephen Crowder Hell a yeah. cease and desist. And I'm going to demand a full-throated retraction to the idea that Candace Owens threatened him or extorted him. And not that I simply did a little math. One plus one equals two. A crazy man doing these sorts of things to his friends obviously means that something is going on personally. Honestly, this time, I'm not even going to suggest anybody should pray for him. I am so deeply troubled by the idea that he is trying to... Is that, is that the like the highest order of like Christian shade? Like, is that the, the, the cruelest you can get? Is, is, is there any like more defined? It's like, hey, but I'm still a Christian, so you know, pray for them. It's like, don't pray for them. Because if you don't, they'll go to hell. If you don't pray for them, they'll face eternal damnation. And I want that. I want the eternal damnation. So don't pray for them, okay? Don't don't even try to cheat code them into... There's no Konami code into heaven, okay? We're not doing that. No, no, no. No prayers. No thoughts or prayers. Maybe some thoughts, but no prayers. None. Hey, what up, Jeff? Good to see you. Everyone go check out Jeff's channel. To insert me into this narrative pertaining to his divorce, I'm frankly angry about this. So I'm going to hope that he does the right thing, okay? That he does another one. Oh, Hideous Lemon, thanks for the $10. Oh, there was no message. Well, thank you for the $10, City Slim, and I appreciate that. One of his live Very generous on of the you. exact same platform and via the exact same medium and offers me an apology and takes back every single word that he says. And, by the way, if you think that that's bad, here's how he decided to end this clip pertaining to his divorce. It's, it's pretty simple. Um, I loved a woman so much that I married her. A woman who, despite all of this, I still love as the mother of my children. And she wanted something else for her life. That's not my choice. She simply wanted out and the law says that that's how it works. Now, of course, look, I get it. There are multiple sides to every story, but one thing that is undeniable uh, in this case is that it's no one's fault, but my own in that I picked wrong. I picked wrong. <laughs> wow, how kind, how loving. You really must have loved this woman, Steven Crowder. fight <laughs> again i don't know who's buying your act anymore I, I certainly haven't bought it from the very beginning it's very obvious to me exactly what you are you come across to me as a very dishonest individual it seems to me stephen that you really for whatever reason want to insert me into this narrative like there is just something about me that you are hyper focused on and <laughs> I, I also hadn't expected this angle all the way from like the flirty message on the Instagram like fucking Crow Crowder did not slide into the DMs we got to be clear on that but Crowder most definitely slid into the replies Ooh, you look good today yeah and hey he probably has some social media clout so that would have gotten a lot of likes so you would have seen it and then he's just sitting there just sitting there at home you know just being like mm. uh, she's gonna answer it soon I know she's she had to have seen it and she liked it. Can I see if she... Oh, she has liked other people's posts. Hmm. That's... That's weird. Yeah. Oh, what? What? She liked Shapiro's post? He didn't even compliment her. Shapiro? What? Matt! She liked Matt Walsh's post. He's gross, though. He's like the pedophile defender. Ah. Why does he like my post? She will. She hasn't. She, just, she hasn't seen it. She hasn't seen it. She hasn't seen it. She hasn't seen it. Drinking night with the boys! Gonna go out with the boys, you know? 
So I want to help you a bit. And really, I want to help your wife because you essentially just Steven's voice. Sorry. your platform. Sorry. Drinking night with the boys? <laughs> Gonna go out with the boys? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Millions of people have access to your platform. She doesn't have the same. Uh, to insult her. No, 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 no. We have to be clear. We have to be factual on this. The story is far too juicy to get the details wrong. She didn't say he slid into the DM. She said he replied and she didn't like the reply. That's that's as far as it went. And it was some, some flirty reply saying like, oh, you look nice today or something like that. I mean, we could go find it. I wouldn't mind seeing what he actually said and what she did not like. <laughs> and then reply. To it, it's like still no likes, eh, Stephen? <laughs> Picked the wrong woman. It's not. It's not the fact that he already has probably like three hundred likes on that. He only wants one like. There's only one like that matters, you know. There's only only one like that could change everything. <laughs> it's none of you. None of you can make his dreams come true. None of you have that power. <laughs> okay. So here's what I would like to do. I would like to invite Hillary Crowder onto my platform because she doesn't have one. And because her ex-husband apparently just used his to insult her, to say that he picked the wrong woman, I find that to be really despicable. So, Hillary Crowder, if you are watching, you are more than welcome to come on my show and to talk about. Oh, I will amplify this. Yes, when this stream is over, I'm going to clip this and put it on Twitter just to make sure it's well received around the world. It's just a, it's a message in a bottle. I got to get out there. Yes, speak your truth, my dear. Get on the show. Get on that show. Be seen. Be seen by everyone, you know? And and you don't have the same power as Steven Crowder. You know what? Candace is completely accurate in this. You know, you gotta you gotta get on there and, and tell your truth. If if you don't, Steven will continue to control the narrative. What's actually going on? Because as I said, I don't trust a single word that comes out of Steven's mouth. All right, speaking of Hillary Crowder and mothers <laughs> everywhere, mothers uh you know what every daily wire like host is so shameless in how they plug their products ben shapiro obviously the master he can be in the middle of just the most ridiculous sentence talking about it. he's like and ah, that's why it's genital mutilation for children speaking of genital mutilation have you ever thought of mutilating vegetables instead well this new tool can actually dice and chop vegetables in a way you've never seen before and you're like whoa whoa what you you segued that wow wow okay like not smoothly at all either <laughs> like, that's weird but hey y'all do you you know and it's working out for all of you so that's that's good to know uh i am so here for every part of this if, if there's developments should i go check steven crowder's twitter that's funny though i didn't know there was that angle so three hours ago, he posted, this is the strangest thing I've seen all day. I guess it's anti-LGBTQ+. Uh, the left be hates being exposed, and Tucker did that very well. I have an immense amount of respect for him. <laughs> it's funny you would say, hates being exposed. Uh, Don Lemon, uh, transphobia, transphobia, rumble, Tucker Carlson. No, there's, there's nothing here. Oh, but he did get a blue check mark. Oh, I just noticed that. Oh no, and oh yes. You paid for this after the fact, by the way. He bought this like the, the day of the great blocking. That was not here. So this is this is a good one. Hmm. We'll be back. We'll be back. Uh if there's any other updates, I'm gonna move on to his other co-host talking shit about him because apparently everyone hates Steven Crowder. I got about a grand extra a year, but I you know it's hard to talk about money, but it was, a, it was, but I knew that it would help on the road. And, you know, he wanted me to be there on more Fridays. Um, and that started being a point of tension because I started making money on the road. But, and I did say I would be there on more Fridays, but every time I would show up, he wouldn't show up. Okay. And I just said, all right, well, I'm just going to work. 
or go and see my son. And, you know, he's in Detroit. And I said, as long as everything was working out, there was a possibility that they could move there. As a fan of Louder with Crowder, I don't understand why Steven wanted Dave there on Fridays. There was no show on Friday, so Steven wouldn't be there. Dave wrote material for the show in his own time. So there was no reason for him to be there on Friday. They also didn't up his salary at all for doing so. They basically wanted him there for no reason. Dave decided to do stand-up or visit his kid on Fridays instead, which Steven had a huge problem with, and I don't really understand why, especially since the original contract terms had Dave be third chair Monday through Thursday. And Wait, did it say he can't visit his kids? I thought Steven Crowder was all about the kids. And writing content for the show, which he did. He fulfilled his contract. But that's far from the only reason that Dave left the show. Apparently, Steven had a button that would shut up Dave Landau anytime he wanted. Check this out. <laughs> and then, you know, it became a little weird because a light was put in where it was his rant button. And it was basically a Dave don't talk button. Wait, so there's literally... <laughs> That's so funny. Of course he did. Of course he did. <laughs> it's so cartoonish. That's so Crowder. He's got the, like his fucking ego. Don't talk over me. Why is Dave? Why is he funnier than I am? Why do they like him? Where's my button? Oh, I want to push that button. I'm pushing the button, Dave. Shut the fuck up. It's my turn to talk. I want to rant. I'm a man. Really a light bulb? What color was the light bulb? It was. He was trying to stop it from having an independent sound <laughs> period during the weekends. That's so funny. <laughs> Serious. And it, when it was hit, I wasn't supposed to talk. And they said, remember, you know, "Was it like a regular colored light bulb? Or was it like red?" Uh, it was like a a, a yellow, uh, okay. a pretty bright yellow, like a, okay. a you know, like. <laughs> so you had to sit there with a straight face, never say anything about this. I don't know if you had an NDA or what, but just sit there, and I'd be like, "Yeah, that's why." Uh, that's why women shouldn't be in uh, in those bathrooms. No, I know. That's funny, right? Well, I was always saying, like, that's why. I mean, I don't think it's that offensive to... Yield. So it's like off camera, but in your eyesight. Yes. And, and I was, would he be the one pressing the button or was there a producer pressing the button? He would press it. So like under like Mr. Burns, like he had a button <laughs> under his desk or, or the table. And when it's the I don't is this dude a, a right winger or a libertarian? That's the first time I think I've laughed at a joke that a libertarian or a right winger has made in a long time. I watch so much right wing shit and it's always like, I identify as an Apache helicopter. <laughs> I identify as sucking my bells. <laughs> and I'm always just like, God damn, are any of you ever gonna even try? Is there gonna be a joke? I mean that it, it, I know it was a Simpsons reference. But it was still an apt one. It's he still mentioned a, a reference that connects to the thing to make it comical because it puts it in your head. And you're, I, I do remember the Mr. Burns button thing. That was funny. <laughs> I, okay, fine. It's a half joke. Simpsons did the heavy lifting. All right. Simpsons, the Simpsons did all the lifting there, but still, the, there was there was a connected purpose. Stephen's <laughs> turn to talk, and Dave it wasn't a pronounced joke. Up, he presses this button. Yes, and I had to make sure that you know. He, he got the last thing. So even if I did have a funnier joke, I would just leave it out. It was important to 
for the fans to not hear it. I always felt that my job as a comedian was to leave out the good one. So there you hear, not only did Steven put in a light to get Dave to stop talking, but he also made sure to let him know that he was never allowed to have the last word or the last joke. That was reserved for strictly Steven. Dave also mentioned that a big problem he had with- What a diva. What a diva. No wonder there's not like right-wing charity streams, you know, where like all the fucking the biggest names have to swallow their egos and let smaller content creators who are probably in the communities that the charity stream is for take and steal the spotlight and they have to sit there and then every now and then it's like, oh, by the way, uh, well, what do you think about that H-Bomber guy? And it's like, oh, yes, well, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good idea, you know, and then just go back like they they could never do that. Crowder would just be fucking mashing the buttons the whole time. He's like, I don't fucking care about the charity. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm funny. Steven specifically was that Steven would say one thing to his face and do a completely different thing behind his back. He would never be sincere or say what he meant. Roll the clip. So he wanted me to film a special. Okay. And uh, what kind of I want, like I'm sorry, episode? he didn't. I wanted to. I'm you sorry. You want to film a special? Okay. Yeah. Stand up comedy. So yeah. I had decided I was going to buy the equipment and film the special in Dallas. Uh, and we were selling out this theater. And he decided he wanted to get back into stand up, which he had done when he was younger. Okay. And he had just been a host since then. Uh, so he said, Hey, if I can I jump on and open it and I'll help promote it. You can help me maybe write some of my, my stuff, get me back into it and I'll help promote it. And I said, sure, of course. So we ended up selling out two shows, obviously, instead of just one because he was yeah. helping promote it and he's a draw. So we went there and Matt McClowry was the opener. After that, uh, I, you know, pulled Steven aside and Steven couldn't do the Monday show. And I said, could Matt come in and, and, co-host with me he said yeah so now it's super bowl sunday the whole special went great um i paid everybody to film it except for uh one other person tim who was there to film steven's set and i was very looking forward to the special coming out and monday had uh or sunday had rolled around and i get a call from the showrunner that said matt's not allowed to do the show how did they tell you like literally what they say uh, via text, it was just, um, Matt's not allowed, uh, Matt can, uh, it's been like decided something like that, Matt, I can find the text, but, but the word is allowed. It's not like we don't have time or won't fit the schedule. The word was Correct. allowed. Matt's not allowed or something like that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. To do the show on Monday. Is there and any, I, was there any explanation at all? No. Okay. So I said, that's odd. I already asked Steven and he said it was okay. Yeah. And they said, oh, that's weird. I must've gotten mixed messages. So I just text Steven and said, hey, I, I just talked to the showrunner. Um, I just want to make sure it's still cool that Matt comes in. And he texted me something back along the lines of what's done is done. And this is where things start to get ugly. Dave decided Sorry. that he didn't want to do Loud Earth Crowder anymore. And he's communicating that to Steven and it doesn't go well. Steven says he owns Dave because he made him so much more popular and promoted his shows. And he basically freaks out at him over the phone, all because Dave just- See, this is why I'm surprised to learn all this, because, like, I, I remember seeing these posters and being like, oh, they're touring together. They must be, like, really close friends. And, and like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. It sounds like the shittiest comedy tour in human history, but, like, at least they have each other. Decided that he no longer wants to be a part of the show. You know, I, I don't want to go greatly into the conversation between us, but it was, it, he's like, do you want to, do you still want to be on- with Crowder 
And I said, not at the moment. And uh, he starts going off on me. And now there's a ton of people in my apartment who can hear it. Wait, like, he's literally raising his voice? He's screaming at me. Okay, so literally raising his voice, not just being stern, like to the point where people, it's audible. Oh, it's audible, yeah. Yes, okay. Yeah, it's, it's uh, started stern, but then it got into telling me that he owns me. and, and In those words? Of, yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He owns me. And it was just, it was, a, it was venomous. And I don't know what he was going through at that point. And I just was like, dude, I... <laughs> was no part of you like, that's weird. That's weird. <laughs> I, this is... It was all this projection coming at me. I understand that there's going to be a touch of narcissism to anybody who's sort of in that field. I get it. Oh, yeah, but hubris, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it was it was so over the top that I was trying not to laugh. Why swing your dick around when it's it's not necessary? Okay. So in that, you know, he then this very oddly telling thing. He's like, "This is why you don't have any friends." And I was like, "What are you like?" <laughs> Wait, you said that. Yeah, because I was kind of giggling. Oh, like, I'm sure. Because you weren't taking him seriously. Because he's a grown man, baby diva. Obviously, anyone who's surrounded by a fucking strongman tyrant, this is all so telling. It's so fucking refreshing to hear. He's just what I expected behind the scenes. Of course, this is the dude who, when he saw uh, Sam Cedar, it's like, oh, God, Sam Cedar, what a fucking nightmare. You know, because, like, yeah, like, he's, he just wants to be fucking, I'm the big man. All of you, you don't have friends. I'm your friend. <laughs> I owe you. Because he was, yeah. from your perspective, being so over the top. Well, yeah. me. what's up? Lance, I WhatsApped you a video. It will make you happy. Okay, hold on. I'll send it to you on Twitter. Okay. Yes, and I'm sure, I mean, you. I'm sure it's, the phone call was recorded so we can always hear it. And I'm not saying that to be a jerk. I'm just saying. So good to see you, by the way. He records his phone calls. Were you, Olaimi, were you lurking? Did you see any of the Candace Owens, Stephen Crowder stuff? Like, they're both choosing war, and it's and it's the greatest thing in the world. Dave should ask the Daily Wire about their experience with Steven Crowder and recorded phone calls. You missed all Speaking of it? Oh, of it's so Wire, glorious. In the contract that they offered Steven Crowder, if he missed a day of work, he would fighting? Yes. unless he made up for it with another show. Well, for some reason, Steven was pissed about that. Even though he has the opportunity to make it up. Yeah, no, it's he wild. He like, uh, and this is rare where I actually completely agree with Candace Owens. Candace Owens just did this like, I'm going to suggest uh, in the lightest of terms. She, what would she say? She was like, uh, if if you knew what I knew, what was going on behind the scenes, you'd pray for Steven Crowder. That's all I'm going to say at this time. Pray for Steven Crowder. That was it. And then he was straight up like, uh, she extorted me. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I have to keep my kids safe. Uh, this is putting my kids in danger. Uh, it was like revealing blah, blah, blah. And it's because he's going through a divorce and he just wanted to hide the divorce. But like, she didn't reveal it. None of us even guessed that. Like even us, all the people here who hate Steven Crowder, like I saw both chats going like this and everyone was like, ah, does it have something to do with like, uh, maybe he's, um, I don't know, uh, is he cheating on his wife? Uh, is he in the closet? Uh, is it something like that? But no one was like, oh, he's already divorced. Like, no, I don't, I don't think anyone guessed that. I want to know that if you knew what I knew, I certainly wouldn't pray for you. <laughs> Imagine bothering Jesus about white supremacist qualms. True, true. Baby Jesus has more important things to worry about right now. <laughs> I don't think he should lose any pay for not having a show. But that's kind of weird coming from a guy that does the same thing to his own employees, only worse. His company will enforce a strict five-minute tardy policy. 
uh, um, contractor agrees that if he arrives to work more than five minutes late, he's in breach of section one, must leave company premises and will not be compensated for the day the breach occurred. Contractor's breach of section blah, 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 and you can't seek reimbursement for the days the breach occurred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at that point, I had already had my, you know, contract terminated. I could have said the truth, but I never Was it did. terminated or did it resolve? Was it like had it had a fixed date? Uh, no, it, it never had a fixed date. It was just they had said that it was it, that that was done, and you were I informed just, in, in, verbally or in writing that your contract yes. is hereby done. Okay. Yes, and it was I had to choose either a ten ninety nine or uh, this new policy. Okay. And when Jeff asked me the choice, we were Buffalo Wild Wings, and I said, um, I guess whichever one fits up his ass better. Would you like to order lunch? Because I was you, pretty fucking. Pissed. You said that. Yep. The. And that's the part that I don't think he ever grasped was I was very, and I'm still very forgiving of him because whatever he has and whatever he's going through, I just think he was bullied at some point in his life and he's be. That's, that's the crux of my entire theory. Wow. Wow. I, I made this into a doc years ago, years ago. The search TV. I think it's still the default thing when you go to my YouTube. Oh no, I've changed it to Alpha Apex Ascension. All right, never mind. But wow, if I scroll down so many years ago to Baby Lance, uh, Ben Burgess, blah, blah, blah debates, McDonald's, uh, uh, he was a vampire, ContraPoints. No, it was before this, it was way before this. Yes, Stephen Chowder, three years ago, three years ago. That is truly. Oh, I feel... ah! uh, <laughs> it's gonna be all. Aspect about him making a career from bullying others is that he himself was bullied as a child. I spent a lot of my life afraid as a kid, even throughout high school. He says, recalling a defining moment in his life when a classmate, who Crowder says constantly bullied him, cornered him in a locker room. I didn't have anywhere to go, and that was the only time I've ever punched someone in the face. He says, I was hesitant, and I threw it out and then pulled back, so I barely touched him, but he kept trying to push me. That bothered me for so long. I can't even tell you. It just feels horrible as a man to feel like you're walking away as a coward, he said. After high school, I wiped the dust from my shoes and thought, I'm never going to let that happen yeah, again. Yeah, I'm never going to be afraid again. And here's the typo. To this day, still, this, this kills me. Kills me. This one hurts me so much. I remember after it and when it was released and we did a premiere and I was so proud of this as a piece of work when we finished it. And then the dot I. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> not something we do. Yeah, I can't listen to myself trying to trying to be serious. It's too cringe, too cringe. But I fucking I clocked this one. I clocked it from a while because I was also bullied. I was bullied for so much shit, and I saw what happens to bullies. And when you finally fight back against bullies, they stop fucking bullying you. But then that's when I made like it was one of those things that was it was a defining moment for me too because I was like I want to bully the bullies. I don't like people who make other people feel like that because I didn't like to feel that way. And so that like we have a similar origin story, but you turned into a career long bully. Like you went in the opposite direction. Your your trajectory was that you want to spend the rest of your life bullying marginalized communities. You know, being racist, being homophobic, being transphobic, being fucking all this shit. That that was Steven Crowder, and so he's still to this day he can't get over that aspect of himself. 
he has become the bully and he doesn't realize it. And that's what sucks is he's he's got a lot of yes men around him. And I really do love his staff. Yeah, he got bullied into the dark them, side. Well, I, think- I mean, I was bullied too, but I was always a defense attorney type of my soul. So I was always fighting back, defending the other nerds. See, same, me. Ner- nerds who defend every ner- uh, other nerds. Mass- massive place in my heart. That they are kind of just a little bit intimidated at this point to keep their own job. Only the bullies, I. <laughs> But Queen it's just, he, there's just something there that That's I just cruel. don't grasp because I, there is, oh, wow. That's an interesting lived experience. I was bullied relentlessly because my mom is trans. I got my ass kicked for being gay, even when I wasn't, but I refused to let it stop me from being a good person. And I learned to throw the meanest left hook. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't, don't start fights. Actually, I can't even say I finished them. I I, I have definitely self-defended in, in a number of fights, especially standing up for other people. But I've also had my ass fucking kissed. Uh, sorry, kissed. <laughs> I've had my ass kicked. I have had my ass kicked and kissed. Does stuff that's behind your back that's like this. And you're like, why are you why are you doing this for power? And it's it's very it, for power. It's just not worth it to me. And, and at this point in my life. I have hit rock bottom enough and I have been left with nothing enough that I'm just going to go, all right, well, that's enough. Dave would be sent home without pay if he was more than five minutes late and he'd have no chance. Oh, never start out. I mean, that's like, that's, that's a saying that people always used to tell me, especially when you got friends who would stick up for you. They're like, we don't start fights, bro. We finish them. And I was like, "Ah, I (laughs) don't finish all of them. (laughs) There's certainly some I didn't finish (laughs) somewhere. I got my fucking ass beat (laughs) by getting that money back. Meanwhile, Stephen received an offer sheet that would pay him millions of dollars and said the only way he wouldn't get paid is if he had no show altogether. Basically, if he worked, he got paid. Sounds pretty fair to me. Either way, Stephen had the opportunity to negotiate that contract and get more money for less work, but he decided not to. Instead, he went publicly and bashed the Daily Wire while also recording their phone call. As a huge fan of Louder with Crowder, Steven has become his own worst enemy. He's cut out his allies and his friends. He's a control freak that has to have everything his way and he's unwilling to negotiate or compromise with anybody. He sees his own friends as the enemies or the villains every time they have a disagreement. He's unwilling to be civil and just talk to people about his issues. I don't know what the- This is a fan? I assume so. Uh, I am assuming because it's the only place where I can see this Dave Landau calls out Steven Crowder. But yeah, I mean, everything you probably expected. Actually, way more than I ever expected. Steven Crowder, control freak. Uh, very, very, uh, has a lot of self-confidence issues. His own employees and or, quote, friends uh, think he was bullied. Uh, and that's the reason he acts out the way he does. Um, it's the reason he has so much of this fucking difficulty dealing with so many aspects of his job. Uh, he has a button. He installed a button on his desk that when he pushes the button, other people have to shut the fuck up because he wants the spotlight. He has an actual diva button. Steven Crowder has a diva button on his desk. <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> no, you're getting too many laughs. <laughs> Um, Lance, did you ever react to Crowder getting bullied by Jordan Peterson about being robbed in Montreal? It was quite funny. Jordan lost any respect for him. Yeah, I think we reacted to that when it was a new clip. It was very funny because he tells Crowder loves that story. He loves telling that story where it's just like, yeah, I was, you know, I was in Montreal and you know, it's Canada, blah blah blah, and uh, eventually I was, you know, just not a lot of um, those kinds of people in Quebec. If you know what I mean, right? I'm like, might be as, as clear as I can when I say about that. You know, those kinds of people. Yeah, the, the, those types. Black. Uh, I, I was, I was, I was robbed and I was mugged. Yeah, yeah. And, and the person, uh, yeah, they, they mugged me good. And I, I can't even remember what Jordan Peterson said to it too. All right, maybe I'll pull it up. 
We're still waiting on uh, a pretty amazing uh, clip, by the way, from Olaimi uh, and Raheem. But I just don't want to... I don't want to dox all of my uh, DMs. Um, Jordan Peterson... Crowder... Robbed. Oh, I already sent. Well, never mind. We don't get to watch this. <laughs> Steven Crowder. I, I just want to see that clip because I'm going to forget about it because of my ADHD and then I'll play the Raheem. Western Canada. I kind of only have heard tales because I grew up in Quebec where we're not really witty and, and bonded. They're, they're mostly just loud assholes. And they speak French too, which is really unforgivable. It really is unforgivable. In this day and age, it's like, get on, get, get on board, guys. Oh, you bloody like, hell, you speak French. I feel oh. the rest of the world. Oh, it absolutely, yeah. it absolutely. See, I'm not even joking though when I say that. Um, I, oh. People used to get furious when I would point to Quebec as an example of multiculturalism versus the melting pot in the United States gone wrong. And I would talk to Americans when I lived in New York and I would say, do you realize you can just go 30 minutes north of the border and you can go into a country with, an, with its own culture, different language. They, they don't speak a word of your language. You can't read a word of your language. They don't watch the same shows. So uh, I'm can't read a word of your language. They don't separate from Canada. I said this is part of the political and these randoms to say, it'd be like it'd be like tech like I don't know a defense, let's say that Montreal is a great city and uh, if if people in the US want a quick taste of Europe, uh Montreal is a great place. It's one of the world's great it's truly one of the world's great cities. This is one of the, oh, what is happening? I, earlier today, I, I said Candace Owens was correct, and now I have to say, uh, yes, uh, absolutely. Montreal is one of the it's it's my favorite city in Canada. It, it is an absolutely Blast of a city, man! Does it have a fun party scene? Yeah, it. Uh, it I was bugged for Interpol tickets. Uh, he was a scalper mm. anyway. Mugged me for the money for the Interpol tickets. And then, anyway, the whole point that's is that's really humiliating. That's really I'm, that's really humiliating, especially because he was small and it was Montreal. It's like, how did you manage that? And twice. Do you know how he got away? He screamed. No, no. I, I swear to you, this is true. He screamed out that I was racist, and I and I stopped. <laughs> Jason. That's the story he keeps telling. He has told it before. I've heard him tell it before. He does this entire thing where he dances around the entire fact that he's obviously talking about, like, a black uh, mugger who was, like, stealing him. And then afterwards, he's like, uh, uh, but yeah, it, it, he screamed at me that I was being racist. I don't I don't know if it's a punchline or if he thinks people are going to believe this because it does seem like it's it's like something that he's both maybe he was robbed at one point but he's definitely added this weird racial element to it and added this entire like ah uh, yeah but uh, but then the PC culture you know they they said uh, racism and I had to stop and blah 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 facing him <laughs> I mean, I that's good. That should have happened to you. That absolutely, it should, absolutely have happened. should have happened. This is this is the yeah. true story. Okay, I'm going to you see. You can it. see God up in the clouds. <laughs> yeah, because I was going. Why isn't anyone stopping him? I was going to see Interpol that night with my friend Carl. It was a band, sort of an indie rock band. I was going to see them at uh, I believe it was Metropolis or Spectrum, and uh, I was going to what I knew was a scalper. Well, he didn't have Interpol tickets, but another guy who, uh, you know, he well, me, where's the link? I don't have it. Turns out not all. I don't know if you know this. You have to be uh, choosy with your scalpers. They're not oh, all. Oh, you mean not all scalpers are honest? Not all legitimate. Ha, ha, uh, isn't that something? Though, ironically, you'll hear at the end of this tale, it was all redeemed through a, through an honest scalper. So this small uh, uh, Asian man says, oh, you want Interpol tickets? I'm not going to try and do his accent because people get all mad. But rest assured, he had one. Uh, sounds like most people who are Haitian immigrants in Montreal. And he said, I got Interpol tickets. Oh, I and uh, I said, okay. He gave me the price. And I said, it seems a little steep, but okay. So he goes to, I can't remember which hotel. I just remember it wasn't the Queen Elizabeth. It wasn't a hotel I was familiar with. He goes, I got to go pick them up at the front desk. By the way, I'm thinking this is weird. He just said, I don't have a link in my Twitter. Because Twitter is broken. So he goes there and then he goes into the restroom. Like, message me on Again, should have given me a red flag. I'm 16 years old, mind you. Uh, and okay, well, that's a bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 16 years old, and he comes out, and then he has, uh, I see him putting stuff in what's like toilet paper in this envelope. And he goes, All right, here's the tickets, give me the money. And I said, uh, No, that's not, those aren't tickets. He said, what do you mean? I said, those are toilet paper. There's toilet paper envelopes. And he goes, How do you, how do you know that? I said, Well, I saw you put toilet paper in there. And he goes, like, Man, he, he, he walks out. So I go, okay, he walks up the revolving door. And then when I walk out, he's waiting for me. He's like, no, no, no you, you, mistook, you mistook it. This is, these are the tickets. And he shows what actually looks like tickets at this point. I said, oh, okay. So then 
I hold my money, but I see that he's covering up the name on the ticket. And I said, let me see the ticket. And he goes, whoa, whoa, you don't trust me? You don't trust me? He starts making these accusations. And I said, no, 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 just show me the ticket. He grabs the money from my hand. Uh, but the good thing is he, he ripped the, the $20 bills in half. So it was of no value to him. So I find solace in that. And then he runs out in the middle of the street. And I'm going, hey, hey, guy, guy, this guy just took my money. And I'm at this point six foot one, six foot two, but very skinny. But this guy could is all of five foot three. And he's running through the street. And I go, why isn't anyone doing it? And of course, you know, French, hey, they're not friendly at all. And this guy just goes, what you're saying? Because I'm black, you're racist. And I stop him like, what? No, no. And he just ran into an alleyway. <laughs> and I thought, well, now the, the alleyway has him now. I'm 16 and it's an alleyway. And then finally I told the story to another scalper who was right outside the Interpol concert. Definitely, point, definitely a real story that really saying, happened. There are some really dis uh, there are some really rough people out there here. And he, he gave me the tickets because they were of no worth uh, at that point. The show had already started. He gave me Interpol tickets, which was very nice. But then he said, don't trust the Haitians. Hmm. And I said, you're racist. That's the that, So it could have been you, full. You, you met the devil scalper and the saint scalper the same night. Right. Uh. Yeah. So the point is, not as safe as you make it out to be. But yes, Montreal is a wonderful city uh, to, to visit. Real I don't know story. that I would ever want to live there again with the taxes. Definitely a real story. I don't know really that I kids there at this point. I mean, I loved living there. I loved living there. So. Our Times Square is close <laughs> to When I tell people that, I go, our Santa Claus parade no, is going uh, giant flashing neon. <laughs> no love things. here. It's not like there's a red light district. It's the whole city. And Americans like, you're exaggerating. Let's just go visit. But unbelievable restaurants. They, uh, a lot they, of fun. Um, so Trailer Park Boys. Okay. This yeah, is. <laughs> did, did, did they bleep out the word tits? Yes. yes, they did. What labels? I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm by his psychology, right? And how in this just short little segment, he finds a way to mention boobs. Uh, and how he's uncomfortable with how much he has to look at them. Mm -hmm. Which, I've, again, I've been to Montreal. I remember a bunch of murals. I don't remember just like sex hitting me from all angles of well, Montreal. I remember Montreal. That's his constant it, struggle, right? And Montreal kind of looks like a set of boobs, actually. So the whole city is just a Satan's play place. <laughs> <laughs> Raheem! Raheem! I'm so sorry you're a part of this meme now. <laughs> Raheem endures mess. No shit. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I like, I like how everyone in the Twitch chat was like, it was worth the wait! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you know what? Maybe we could do one last encore. Both both for the track and, and for Raheem. Man, I'm 12, but I still find this song hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. Good job. Hey, uh, I doubt any single person here hasn't already, but if you haven't already, go subscribe to Alimi. Alimi is very funny. Go subscribe to her channel. She's awesome. That's funny. Do you enjoy the surfs, but prefer not to have to use your eyeballs? Many are saying this. Well, we've got the solution for you. It's the Surf Times in podcast form. Available on most major podcasting networks now. If you enjoy it, please consider leaving a good review and feedback because it really helps the show out, apparently, and it's free. Just like the podcast. To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Juice, we shall spend many a generations building mighty cathedrals in your honor. 
to our monarch, Tom Spiker. We are but your oafish jesters, here to offer you a laugh at any opportunity. To our brave knights of the round table, Rachel Kay, Izzy Solidarity, Victoria Bell, Sebastian Demel, Mark Harmon, Benji Arnie, Scary Earth Human, Tony, DM Rivera, Resident Scarecrow, Sir Nickus, Cheryl Alvarez, Ruby Kelly, Brandon, Words Greenwood, Everything Important, Hegbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariane McCarthy, Doug Katie, Daniel Sutton, Jenna Tao, Dark Puppy, Quiet185, Anna Loves Riley, Omni, Riley and Anna, Poodlehawk, Multimondi, Trevbot EXE, Brian Ephraim, Anthropophojack, Catherine, Ramon Acosta, Incosin, Ralph Parler, Violent Orchard, Political Puppy, La Media Panza, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajeunesse. We salute our valiant heroes off to fight injustice everywhere.